0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Colin on Cars, where we talk about everything that's happening in the automotive world. The COVID pandemic has and still is devastating economies and people's lives, but life didn't actually come to a standstill during the lockdown. It may have felt like it did, and while we were all buried in isolation in our homes, things were happening out there. So here's a bit of a good news story coming out of all that and Isuzu Motors South Africa will be manufacturing the all-new Isuzu D-Max range of buckies for both local and export consumption. Currently, the company is testing various things on what the industry calls mules. These are the highly disguised versions of the car-to-be. And at the same time, planning is being put into place so production of the new vehicle can seamlessly take over when the current model is discontinued. This is a great achievement when you consider Isuzu Motors South Africa as just two years old. Although the brand name has been around for many years, the company formed as a standalone when its previous distributor, General Motors, withdrew from South Africa. Isuzu bought the GM plant in Port Elizabeth and well, let the recently appointed managing director, Billy Tom, pick up the story. Of course, as you are aware, Isuzu Japan awarded the 1.2 billion next generation Isuzu D-Max Baki program to us. An additional total local content of 2.8 billion will be generated through the life cycle of this program. Project teams from Japan, Thailand, and South Africa are working full steam ahead on this project with priority placed on engineering the vehicle to meet the requirements of our customers in the African markets, also in terms of increasing localization opportunities. Very importantly, this reaffirms Isuzu's commitment to growing its business here locally. The new D-Max will probably be launched in 2022. So in the interim, Isuzu has freshened the current range and added a three-litre six-speed automatic variant to the X-Rider lineup. The three-litre double cab X-Rider automatic is the same exterior design Wear-front styling is dominated by a black grille with a red Isuzu badge and black bumper guard. It's available with two 18-inch wheel options in black or diamond cut, and there's an X-Rider 3.0-litre TD logo along the front doors. And all 3.0-litre X-Riders come standard with black side steps, matte black roof rails, black X-Rider sport bar, a lockable tailgate with rear-view camera, and a standard three and a half ton tow bar. Exclusive X-Rider interior features include black leather seats with red stitching, a leather wrapped steering wheel with Isuzu logo, door panels have piano black finish with the X-Rider logo, and the piano black finish can also be found on the center console. Infotainment is standard and an 18 TFT touchscreen system with steering wheel controls is used in conjunction with the rear view camera. Now, also new on the market this week is a little rising star. It's a cliche. It's the Toyota Starlet that replaces the Etios and kicks in with the base version at 204,900 Rand. The current Starlet is the product of an alliance between Toyota and Suzuki, with the former gaining access to the latter's compact vehicles, while Toyota offered hybrid technology in exchange. So yeah, though Starlet is actually a reworked Suzuki Bellino. Joint ventures, mergers, acquisitions, and cross-brand partnerships are rife in the automotive sector, with multi-brand partnerships have been around for many decades. Possibly the most famous is the Mercedes-Benz X-Type Bucky, which is built on a Nissan Navara platform. And going back, the Jaguar X-Type was built on a Ford Mondeo platform. The Starlet name, however, dates back to 1973 and has been part of Toyota's subcompact hatchback in the Japanese domestic market. And that lasted about five generations and ended in 1999. The Starlet's powered by the Suzuki 1.4 liter double overhead cam four cylinder engine. It features variable valve timing and a tumble flow intake manifold. It produces 68 kilowatts at 6,000 RPM with 130 Newton meters of torque at 4,200. Two transmission choices are on offer, a five-speed manual and a four-speed automatic, all driving the front wheels. 0-100 a 100 comes up in around 10.9 seconds for the manual and 11.6 for the auto. And fuel consumption is claimed between 5.1 and 5.4 litres per 100 kilometres, depending on the variant. The base XI model has air conditioning, electric power steering, dual 12-volt power outlets, power windows, tilt-adjustable steering columns, 60-40 split rear seats, power-adjustable side mirrors, and remote central locking. The XS model gets alloy wheels, and the flagship XR models gain chrome door handles and side mouldings, rear privacy glass, front fog lamps, LED and projector headlamps with daytime running lights, side mirror mounted indicators, and a roof spoiler. Inside, there's a digital speedometer with colour display, leather steering wheel with telescopic adjustments, Park distance control, reverse camera, climate control, and push start operation. Cruise control is also provided. All Starlet models have anti-lock braking, EBD, brake assist, and vehicle stability control. The automatic versions also get assist control. XI and XS models have driver and passenger crash bags, while the XR variants gain curtain and side bags. Now, in motorsport news, this weekend we'll see the first round of the long-delayed global touring cars on track at Red Star Raceway near Delmas, sadly still without spectators. The action will be live-streamed on YouTube and will be notable for the debut of the Volkswagen Golf 8, and I'll certainly be watching that. For more news and auto chatter, check out my blog at colinoncars.com and do not forget the hyphens between each word. Stay safe out there, and do not forget to buckle up. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.